Mr. Raccoon, can't you play with me somehow? No, I can't. I'm eating dinner now. What's for dinner? I want some. I am eating pickle plums. Can I have a little crumb? Don't be such a greedy bum. Get your own. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where the world is crawling with humans like roaches. We need to destroy as many as we can. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Iseo Takahata's Palm Poco. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, and uh, I am now a member of the website First Leaf. Yes. It's a wine... Uh, buying, I guess you want to call it club, and uh, you know I have to. We have to expand our wine. Here yeah. Because uh, in First Leaf, if you're listening, you have to expand your wallet because we're <laughs> we're giving you some free promotion here. So it's quite and the deal. I literally have 12 new bottles, and the first one is Shea Boludo. Hmm. And uh, it's really cool because they give you these nice cards that explain each wine. And this one actually has a rating. It's his body at a four. I guess it's a one out of four rating. Mm. Acidity, one. Sweetness, three. And tannin, four. Nice. Hmm. So what does that add up to a total? Um, so that's a nine, a 12. 12. 12 out of 16. Okay. That should be our rating at the very end. <laughs> we'll do something out of 16. Okay. Or, you know, when we do our Jackson May, we can uh, reevaluate what this wine card is. Excuse me, pardon me. Ah, well. Hello, Mr. Wayne. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because you're in the car with us. Uh, and as you guys can probably tell, uh, we're almost home. We've been driving for a while. We've been uh, kind of dicking around the East Coast, but uh, we're nearing North Carolina, and I'm, I'm fucking glad because I'm sick of. I guess whoever's left at this point. But, Dad, why don't you give uh, our most mouthy backseat driver his wine pour? There you go, Wayno. <laughs> That's that. a pretty good one. <laughs> little Wayno. <laughs> yeah, Little Vino is very happy to uh, be participating in this one. Ah, uh, yes. A savory aroma of clove, truffle, and soil. Ooh, soil. What, yeah, that's what it's telling me. I love a nice little uh, hint of dirt in yeah, my, in my this, wine. This wine is down and dirty. <laughs> which which is kind of what we're hoping to do at this point, uh, every single time we record a podcast. But Dad, now that we have our uh, very dirty glass of wine poured out, what would you like to tell us about this movie? All right. Where am I? Okay. <laughs> it's a 19, the 1994 Japanese animated fantasy film written and directed by Aseo Takahata. Mm. Aseo. And it, uh, SEO. What? SEO. SEO. Okay. SEO. SEO? Keep going. <laughs> Power through. Forget it. Yeah. And of course, animated by Studio Ghibli. And um, I'm going to have to say this is probably <laughs> one of the craziest Ghibli movies that they have. Um, mm. Very unique. I liked it a lot. For the simple reason that. Um, you know, this one was rated PG, and I think that's because it's packing gonads. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucking clever. Yeah, it's sort of unavoidable, dude. The uh, the testicle things, uh, I should have known about that before I started this movie, but that caught me by surprise. And we can get into that more. Yeah. And this one was actually um, chosen to uh, represent Japan as the best uh, foreign film at the Academy Awards, but hmm. it was not nominated. Oh. I wonder why. 
disrespectful. Know. Yeah. This movie deserved it. The animation was cool. Maybe it the, was. Well, animation-wise, sure, but uh, I think they're... It's like them not giving the, the National Book Award for Gravity's Rainbow because there's a scene of some dude eating shit. You know, come on. I just on. can't imagine the, the, the Academy watching this and wondering why we have animated raccoons, which are technically not raccoons. Mm, what are they? They are uh, raccoon dogs. Um, it's... Oh. Yeah. They're actually not... The, they're not of the same species as the American raccoon. Okay. It's a animal that you find in Japan. And um, they incorrectly call them, although they call them raccoon dogs. Mm. So I don't know why. Did they, they mate with like a Shiba Inu? Like, how did it get there? Oh, I don't know. I just know that they're different. <laughs> they, I mean, they have the, you know, the eyes, the, you know, that look like raccoons. But can you imagine t- the one dog in the neighborhood getting roasted by all his friends? Like, you knocked up a raccoon, you sick fuck. <laughs> Yeah, all the Japanese dogs were uh, definitely dogging him of on that Of course, one. they're all, you know, it's this whole folk folklore about these Japanese raccoon dogs. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, obviously their testicles are prominent or whatever. I don't know that that's Visible. true. Visible? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's true of the actual animal itself or if it's just part of their ability to, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, transform. Transform, yeah. I'm going to type in Tanuki testicles and see what comes up. Oh, oh, sorry. You keep going. Uh, I'm just surprised at what I found, but keep going. (laughs) And uh, the only fun fact I found was that the Pompoko in the title refers to the sound of Tanuki drumming their bellies. Oh, didn't know that that's something they do either. Yeah, this uh, this is very surprising. I was uh, not expecting the art. To come about it, but you know, apparently uh, this is not just some some jibbly hairbrain idea. These tanuki oh, no. uh, been known to have them big balls. Yeah. No, this is part of the folklore. Holy shit, dude! Somehow they have these magical balls. What other animals have magical balls? You think? I don't think there's any. You think the the tanuki are the only ones that have magical uh, testicles? I believe so. And given the fact that they have this great you know ability to transform or uh, shapeshift mm-hmm. and you would think that they were be a lot better off i mean that's an incredible skill <laughs> well the fact that they end up just becoming like japanese salarymen is maybe the the saddest aspect of that but yeah it feels like the uh the the transformation aspect of these characters was underutilized um, even though they did some incredible stuff to scare the people just the fact that they all had to become humans at the end yeah. sort of lame. well the fact that they can even you know walk around with humans and act like humans you know they're always like at some point in the movie they're uh concerned about food and stuff Mm -hmm. you know or they can transform into just about anything you know what i mean why couldn't they do something where they can you know steal a bunch of money or something and then buy a bunch of food and bring it back oh yeah i mean there's there's plenty of fucking ways you can go about it dude i have this whole thing about the lizard people that i need to bring up (laughs) but uh what was the uh the tomato meter on this one uh, critics gave it 86%. Okay. And there's only 14 reviews, but uh, well received by the critics for the most part. Mm. And 77% audience score, 10,000 plus ratings. So uh, people didn't have uh, any problem with the uh, display of testicles. No, I think this movie has a lot going for it. Um, as we usually lament with any of these, uh, the fact that it was probably a half an hour longer than it should have been wasn't great. Uh, especially the second time around. But there's a lot to like about this movie. Although, 
the letterbox worst reviews is uh, not going to reflect that because a lot of people are, are bitching about you know this and that and uh, <laughs> let's just jump into that. So our first up on letterbox worst reviews, it's a half star by Catasquia Petra on August second, twenty twenty. What the heck did I just watch? I wanted to enjoy this film. And it's a parenthetical. I love Raccoon since Rigby for regular show appeared in Rocky Raccoon by the by the Beatles is my jam. But this is bad. There are a few nice scenes, but they couldn't save the mess. I I mean, like I said, I kind of like this movie. I don't really know uh, why they're holding it against the raccoons. Obviously, they may have not made the distinction between the Tanukis and the, the American brand. Maybe they're being sort of like raccoon racist. I don't really know. Uh, yeah. But uh, I can get behind the Rocky Raccoon. No, uh, I, I liked it, too. I mean, the narration sort of started to bug me. Really? I mean, yeah. And just the, the overall length. Um, How do you feel about narration in movies? Because for the most part, it's, in my opinion, usually a pretty hacky way of going about uh, yeah. exposition. But in this, it felt fine. Because it's a cartoon and they're fucking raccoons. And there has to be some sort of superstructure organizing this shit. Yeah. Probably, but there's plenty of examples where, like, all right, we don't we don't need to hear uh, the the voiceover of this character kind of picking apart whatever's going on. The thing is, it seemed like there was almost like it, if the beginning started with a woman mm. or a girl, did and it? Then, yeah, it was a woman's voice, but mm. then it changed over. It seemed like there was almost three different voiceovers or narratives. Was it um, just like one of the characters voicing? Was it the um, the 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 tittied fucking raccoon who falls in love with that one dude? Was she the one speaking? It might have been. I don't know. I I just you know, and just we rewatching it, mm. I realized that there was a woman in the beginning, and then it switches over to a man. Yeah, and he has like one of those that guy voices. I, I can't remember who that dude is, but he has such a an identifiable uh, narrational voice. Well, you know who one of the. Uh I was looking at the the American actors. J.K. Simmons is in this. Yeah, yeah. This has a <laughs> has a pretty good uh, you know mentionables. J.K. Simmons is obviously you know right up there. There was another guy, Jonathan uh, Taylor Thomas, who was J.T.T. Yeah, he was the uh, voice of um, Simba. Oh, in really? The Lion King. Yeah, young Simba. Wow, the movie that I trashed the other day. Clancy Brown. That guy's always scary to look at. He was uh, what Gonta. Yeah, I don't know if I see anybody else on here. Joe DiMaggio, who is, uh, or John DiMaggio, excuse me. He's I was very just popular. Say Joe's dead. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's he's definitely dead, along with uh, Marilyn. But John, yeah. uh, maybe of some relation, he's uh, he's known for a bunch of different shit. But actually, uh, J.K. Simmons does a lot of voice acting. Yeah, J.K. Simmons tons of animation. I thought he was, was in another Ghibli. Giant. I thought he was uh, in another Ghibli. I don't think so. No. No, I just saw that he had done this one. But, mm. I mean, he's in tons of animation. Yeah, he, he's putting in the work, dude. J.K. Simmons is a workhorse. Yeah, he's also pretty buff. Yeah, he got... We've, I think we've already talked about that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're obviously always supportive of the, the bald buff guys, which is <laughs> kind of what we always hope to be. But he got super jacked for... Um, I thought it was the, the Batman and Superman movie, and then he never took off his shirt, so I don't really, I don't know if that was actually for that. Ah, wasted. But yeah, he, he, he was looking vascular out there, uh, and it was something to aspire to. Uh, so the next one up, I have another half star by Noah Parker on June 7, 2022. Congratulations. Congratu-fucking-lations, Pompoko. You have single-handedly ruined my life. This movie made me hate testicles. 
From this day on, I am no longer a homosexual because that would mean I'd like testicles. And as of today, I no longer like testicles. <laughs> I can't even shower without looking down on my own testicles and being absolutely disgusted because they remind me of this monstrosity of a movie. Like, why the fuck does a guy who directed Grave of the Fireflies only yesterday and Tale of Princess Kaguya uh, do something like this? All three are top tier, Ghibli, and this is just shit. You've ruined my sexuality, my love of showering. And my love of Isaiah Takahata. I hope you're happy, you piece of shit. <laughs> this is one of the biggest Karen comments I've ever read in my life. Uh, although we have um, another one coming up, but people well, were maybe uh, this is a way to uh, convert homosexuals. So make them watch. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not sending this out to the, the gay conversion camps. Like, hey, have you considered showing them Pompoko? I know all this other stuff of trying to like change their brain chemistry and who they really are is like not working, but Pompoko. Scary balls, big, might scare them off. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe the conservatives can take a few notes. Who knows? Uh, okay, we got two more of these. We have one star by Darren on December 17, 2021. Just another example of humanity destroying its own planet. This movie was, um, as Princess Mononoke, I can imagine, is when we do a rewatch there. We're, we're getting into that uh, that climate change fear type of movie. You know, we're, we're readdressing how we feel about the world post Cancel Island. And uh, it seems like humans are uh, ruining the world based on what they're telling us here. No doubt. And I agree. <laughs> we've, we've lamented uh, humanity yeah. probably one too many times. But we probably could do less, uh, less construction. I can't wait to do the podcast where it's, yeah, this is it. It's the end, man. The world's going down. And uh, we're going to do our last one. And we're bringing back Pompoco. Yeah, is a, is a warning to, uh, or the warning shot that, uh, Studio Ghibli gave us. Yeah, I think they probably shot off a couple times. It feels like uh, fucking Miyazaki himself emptied a handgun into the sky, trying to let us know that something was going down. But yeah, I think uh, I think we'd be a lot better just getting getting closer to the raccoons out there. You know, being one with nature once again. Uh, and then finally, our last star uh, by Lillian Crawford on August 15, twenty twenty. A monstrosity featuring a sexual assault, horrendous violence, a distinct lack of charm, and so many testicles. I will never let my future children watch this horror that is totally devoid of Ghibli magic. What the fuck is sexual violence? Like, what are they talking no, about? No, I have no idea where the, the sexual assault happened in this film. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably a step too far uh, in the direction where they're not even paying attention to the movie and they're just sort of projecting uh, on other people. <laughs> But, Dad, now that we've uh, illuminated the Internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, I'm just amazed at how many different um, things that their testicles can achieve. <laughs> like, they had the kamikaze ball attack. Yes. Literally, you know, inflating the balls and then just bouncing on people, coming from the sky, basically pummeling them with their balls. That's that's quite an attack. Mm -hmm. You like to have your balls fondled? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not against it. Okay, yeah, I mean, some uh, some dudes are like really into getting their balls touched. I don't uh, know. I, I wouldn't say I'm no. I'm not. I'm against having my balls squeezed. Okay, yeah. Well, they're punched, kicked. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. We're getting into like the really masochistic shit. But like a nice firm grip on your nuts in a certain position. I don't know. That's that's something there. There's nothing worse than getting that little ball tap that just like has the delayed reaction, and then you're just like. Oh! Shit, yeah, you know, it sends like these waves of pain for yeah. you. Yeah, at first you're like, oh, I just got. Is it? Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, that sucks. I I don't understand the people who like. I mean, we've did a bit about this before, but like the people who get kicked in the balls for like internet clout, 
Like, that's, I think being kicked in the balls has always been something that, even when you were a kid, like, oh, what? The fucking Steven's about to get kicked in the balls. Watch this. And they just do it for, like, a joke. And this yeah. just shows how <laughs> stupid people are. That we're just willing to, uh, you know, destroy our testicles for, for humor. Because it's weird that their balls can just, like, you know, sort of transform and they can keep their own form. You know, mm. like he has the uh, the red carpet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be a job that he could, you know, pull off. Like, we need a red carpet. No problem. Roll out the, you know, just roll out the balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very special event. I, I've laid my good balls out on the in front of the fireplace. <laughs> I think... I think that makes sense for the one place that they can transform because all the other appendages in your body are like, I don't know, having only your arm or only your leg transformed. Testicles like, are sort of, you know, yeah, there's loose and they can sort of morph a little exactly. bit more. Like, they can yeah. envelop you. You yeah. could become like in a, in a ball sack shell, come out like a big butterfly. <laughs> there's a lot of things that they didn't play into this, you know. I, I think they're... Uh, I thought it was funny, too, that like the girls couldn't transform as men and men couldn't really... Well, they could, but yeah. they were sort of bad at it. They troubled, uh, had trouble doing They're it. They're not good at, you know, changing their sex. Yeah, the gender <laughs> politics uh, pretty much get, you know, uh, stopped by the, the balls. It seems like the balls are the equalizer there. Uh, but yeah. Well, the, wait a minute. Women, so women could change too? The Yeah, it was anybody who had the, the inherent ability to do it. I think, was it their clitoris? That was getting extra long? I just came to, you know, I just realized that. Wait a minute. I thought it was just the males because, you know, they had the, the magic testicles. Yeah. Well, the female sex organ is on the inside, so maybe it, like, comes out like one of those uh, drop-down punching bags or something like that. I don't know. That's that's an interesting question of the, the tanuki anatomy yeah. and whether they're able to uh, do it no I mean, balls. it didn't seem like any of the women were really featured in the uh, shape-shifting as much as the men. But. The old woman was. She was one of the more prominent, um, that's true. highly skilled transformers. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, they, it was very male-centric. So in that it sense. really had nothing to do with the testicles. But the testicles had, I think that was an added ability. Yeah, maybe it was like an extra power source. Because that's like if you wanted to whip out the carpet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't see anyone. Uh, you don't see anyone decorating any homes with their pussy and they, lips. And they're really not that sensitive because he literally had like you know twenty raccoons like sitting on top of his you know testicle carpet. And yeah, he just pulled the carpet from them. It'd be cool if testicles actually felt better when you hit them because that feels it feels like they're down there to be hit in such a way. Like oh, smacking your balls around is almost like a, a playful thing. I don't know. We live in a fucked up world. We're getting hit in the testicles hurts. If God really loved us. Hitting our testicles would feel like it loved, dude. <laughs> That's what I think. And then uh, they have all these abilities, but they still don't understand. You have to look both ways before you cross the street. Mm. A lot of them were getting, you know, becoming roadkill. Yeah, you should have learned uh, the learns of the ways of the road pretty quickly. I mean, they have this amazing ability to basically transform to anything, but they still can't, you know, master some of the basic skills in life. I uh, guess because raccoons are inherently lazy. Yeah, or maybe even inherently dumb, but they like to party. I noticed that. Love too. to party. Yeah, love to eat. Yeah. Get very horny in the spring. <laughs> so I mean, uh, there's not a lot to like really hate on these raccoons for. Yeah. I'm I mean, thinking like, you know, if I'm gonna like transform into something, maybe I want to be a raccoon dog. You know what I mean? In a different life. I think honestly, that's a pretty cool. Th- I mean, they have working hands. They have cute little. <laughs> You know, cute little faces and their uh, fur as well. I mean, there's a lot to like. Yeah. Although, you know, like you were saying, they probably need to figure out how to uh, do certain things in the American or the human way. I, how many people do you think 
how many raccoons who have transformed have been like picked up and go home with someone and then they realize they're a, like a, a <laughs> raccoon when they get too tired or something like that? I'm sure there's been some sexual escapades where like they bring a raccoon home and don't know it because it's transformed into a human. I mean, then you get the foxes too. They're they're out there. Yeah, the the fucking the foxy foxes. He had uh, that whole meeting with that one fox, and he had the buxom ladies yeah. working as like prostitutes and call girls and shit yeah. like that. Who knew? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, we keep using these animal analogies to describe yeah. uh, people and women. And also, some cats. Some cats. Yeah. There was no featured cats. We definitely don't have the transforming cats. Unfortunately, yeah. no. that'd be much nicer. Thank God. I, yeah, I don't know what I would do if animals were just, like, integrated. If Zoe just, like, transformed on me, I would, uh... <laughs> she, she transforms into, like, a small person and just sits on your lap. <laughs> it's like, that's not that, that's yeah, not comfortable. That would be scary. Turns into a baby and just cries all night. And then I like the fact that the only good reason to keep humans around is because they create pizza, popcorn, mm. you know. That was their reason. Like, we gotta keep some of them around. Okay, so of all the animals that are that picking... That is our greatest... Contribution. Contribution to the animal kingdom. What food place where animals can get into is serving up the best food for animals? Like, if they're dumpster diving, where would a raccoon really want to be, do you think? <laughs> um, probably in any fast food joint. It wouldn't be an Olive Garden dumpster. What's I feel like that'd be bad. Tempura? Tempura. Tempura. Yeah. It's like did we have that in Japan? We did have that. Did it, we? Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, it's fucking fried food, but like we definitely had that shit. We had that in our ramen. Tempura. I will say that I enjoyed the food in Japan. It was. Um, it's just fried vegetables or fish in a lightly crispy batter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat frying anything, dude. I would, I would yeah. fry most things if I could. Yeah. I would love to like fry pizza. I feel like that would be really cool. Deep fried pizza. <laughs> I know they can deep fry anything. Deep fry ice cream. I'm always like amazed at that. And uh, well, if these pussies were able to handle their fucking fast food, we would be able to push this capitalistic fast food thing to the very ends of the earth. We would be able to have the super fryers. But these these idiots who are trying to save our bodies keep trying to fight it. Fuck it. <laughs> Let us have the fat. What's the deal? <laughs> and the other the, the next thing is the fact that they find a TV and are immediately addicted which just yeah. you know was TV really a good good invention if even animals are taken in by its powers do I think TV was a good invention in general probably not I think no uh, it's a good invention it was used in pro you know like for you know what? I think, though, when you have to make that sort of uh, designation, you have to take the whole thing into scope. You can be like, all right, just because we made it, it was, you know, it's cool because we made it. I mean, it starts off, we got, like, Leave it to Beaver, Father Knows Best, you know, then it, it transforms into Three's Company. I mean, we, it, it's the birth of the sitcom. Yeah. Of but mindless. What? TV art already peaked, like, early on. TV peaked early. Where we are now is like the, the the feudal state of whatever the fuck is going on with the TV yeah. world. Like well, we're in the streaming any, wars right now. I mean, you know, in terms of just being couch potatoes and and so forth. But I mean, TV in the streaming. I mean, we probably have the best choices of entertainment than we've ever had on TV. I agree, but the way that TV brought the world together in such a way back in the day is a little more engaging than what TV is now, which is just like, 
looking into the void and deciding where you're going to stop along the way. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not getting a lot from television. If the, if, okay, if all the streaming services start to break down into some sort of like world war type of situation, which streaming service would you go to war with? Which one would you fight, like, ride or die with? Ugh. And you'd have to fight all the rest of the user base that that other, you know, streaming service had. <laughs> Yeah, it's a massive <laughs> streaming war. It's the streaming wars, dude. They're gonna equip you with a fucking you know that's, real shit. Yeah, it's probably coming. You know, considering that we you know choose you know sides now. I mean, that's definitely gonna come up. Yeah, there's gonna be the Netflix people, the the home box office, uh, HBO Max people. Yeah, Amazon. We're I could st- actually do without all of them. Quite honestly, I'm always. I feel like I'm wasting my time. You know, I'm not saying that everything. I have enjoyed like the new like um, uh, Game of Thrones and um, so the, you're an HBO guy. You probably yeah more. I'm just more movies. Yeah, I'm pro like good movies. I mean, obviously, um, I, I would probably be enlisted in the HBO army too. And I, I doing Hulu and shit. I do enjoy different series, but I just find myself not wanting to you know invest the time every week to keep up with it. Like I like to just one and done yeah no i mean the easier that you can hop in and out it feels like once the the company or the ip uh grabs your balls and has you uh held on they're not letting go and they're gonna try to kind of (laughs) they're trying to get all the juice out of you at that point but yeah i'm probably also enlisting on the hbo army although we're being sold out to discover it pisses me off that i you know spend the time of watching house of the dragons and um Really, you know, was invested in it. And now, like, literally, season two is going to probably not come out till 2024. Yeah. You're going to have to wait until the next election cycle to be able to see what happens with, uh, I, I mean, they the got to spin these things off faster. It's going to be like that, you know, September, like, just like traditionally in TV, like, September started the new, you know, series, you know. Yeah. Run. We got to have. And then the summer, you just like, you know, you're, you know. You're out enjoying the summer, so you don't watch as much TV. And then they would always have that second se- uh, season, I think, though. Hmm. Whatever. I mean, that's that's generally the case. We have a, such a fucked up schedule with the way things are now because everyone wants something immediately. Like you're saying, like we should, in theory, be able to, to pump this shit out, but... I don't know what it was. We we made it more... We followed the, the British streaming model, which is like the eight-episode, two-year window between season uh, to season. So yeah. we, we've just <laughs> taken up more money and, and put out less product, <laughs> which is just showing that we're really innovating capitalism. And then the last thing I had was sort of the flip on movie nudity, because here we have all these testicles, mm. which, you know, it's not... You're not going to see testicles in any other movie but this one. Ah. I've seen some testicles. Yeah, but... Not like these. Yeah. And then the fact that all the women in the movie are, like, dressed. Yeah. So they're not, like... Yeah. <laughs> they give them a cardigan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so funny. You know what I mean? They're, you know, usually it's women have to expose their breasts. It's always the, the breast shot, you know? And then everyone... Now, more... I mean, more than ever. I mean, now the dicks are out. I mean, they do have some hangers. I can't really tell if they're uh, men or women because they're, they're raccoons, but they did have some... They had the nipples out, dude. They freed the nipple in this movie. I think I did see one uh, clip. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the lady from Barbarian, dude. Those were things were hanging. Yeah. I just didn't know if that was some man boob or something. It could be. I mean, <laughs> sometimes they're confusing, dude. Sometimes the, the titties are bigger than you would uh, expect on a guy. So uh, you always have to show reverence to the breast of anything. Uh, so my spotlights, I had a couple. 
Uh, the first one I had was energy drinks, and this was uh, something the raccoons would have to drink to be able to keep up their energy levels once they turned into humans because it was, yeah. you know, it would deteriorate their energy. And I just went down this whole fucking rabbit hole of just like where we are with energy drinks now because from the jump, you could probably tell that this was not going to play out very well. These things are, are chock loaded with a bunch of shit. Did they try to insinuate that en the, the popularity of energy drinks was directly related to? Raccoon dogs needing it. I think so. I yeah. think they were trying to tie the uh, the upshoot of these yeah. Japanese salarymen getting into energy drinks is like raccoons just needing it. That for is energy. like I can't understand this energy drink craze, man. I mean, yeah, these dudes are all like looking over their charts in their office, like we've had a, a four times you know upshoot of our revenue. What's going on? I don't know. But all of our <laughs> we're finding you know, these cans in the forest. Yeah, everything that we're you know most people don't drink these, so we don't. I don't get it. You know where who are these drinkers? Yeah, it's it's all just kind of like hanging around the bushes and shit like that. <laughs> we're not polluting the uh, raccoon the dogs are raiding. You know the the vending machines that are scattered throughout Japan. And yeah, well, we did see them. You know, send a few cars off the side of the road. It wouldn't surprise me if they killed a trucker or two. Yeah, it wouldn't. You know, it wouldn't be beneath them to uh, murder a uh, delivery man. Yeah, but the the few things that I came up with or found was that 5,000 milligrams of caffeine is like considered a lethal dosage really uh and there's only one death recorded after a 28 year old man had only three energy drinks i think there's the people who have died from uh monster and all these other ones are probably less than like 20 people but that's still crazy to 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 be able to die up just like chugging this thing if you were to drink 53 cups of coffee that would be the equivalent of the 5,000 mark to be able to get there. Yeah. But I have this picture of this guy's fucking teeth uh, who, he was like some college guy. He was going to school and he was just chugging this stuff constantly. And it just oh. destroys your mouth like you're doing meth. Yeah. Well, I think the same could be said about Coke. Yeah. I think, is Coke the same as uh, energy drinks or is it? I mean, isn't there all these... Um videos or documented that like if you stick a nail in a cocaine uh, a glass of coke it'll yeah. actually dissolve it or something like that so they're like oh imagine what it's doing to your inside yeah i mean that shit is real dude we we've been ingesting poisons for like a couple decades now so <laughs> we're, I, we're probably meant to see what's i going have on. sworn off um any kind of soft drink um soda yeah. We talked about. Your I do Pepsi not habit. drink energy drinks because I mean I just do not need that boost of caffeine. I do my one cup of coffee and that's it. No, I've definitely had my moment in time where I enjoyed uh, a good Red Bull during a uh, a college study session, but I I've, can't keep that shit. In I've my heard mouth. about people that have drank Bang, yeah, you know, which is I think equivalent to like three cups of coffee in one drink, and like I know somebody whose kid drank like two of them and then like started having you know the shakes and uh he said he was vibrating <laughs> it makes sense he, they put him on vibrate mode dude he handed him the ipad gave him a couple of caffeine drinks and he was wired so that just scared me off i'm not gonna drink any bang no wonder we have so many neurodivergent kids we're just fucking pumping them full of chemicals dude uh, why do they call it bang too what if you drink enough your head just explodes yeah bang! you're that close to killing yourself yeah, exactly it's like putting a gun to your head here keep drinking it it's russian bang! roulette with yeah. with a can yeah truly um, but the, uh, the next thing that I had up was scare pranks. And how do you feel about like pulling pranks in general? Is that something that has ever enticed you? Um, no, I'm not a big prank guy, but I always remember you pulled a prank on me. 
I tr- I I had my foray into the the prank style, and up. I got mad. Yeah, I wanted to be a prankster, <laughs> and you got fucking pissed at me, and I never did it again. You put freaking salt in the sugar jar, and I, I freaking put it in my coffee, and I took one sip, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I'm yeah, like, I was pissed, and it is like. I don't know if you confessed to it or did your mom. I probably knew about ran it. down there, was watching around the corner, <laughs> thinking you were going to have a fun time with it, and then you started like yelling and shit. I'm like, oh god, I made a mistake. I uh, mean, I'm pretty sure I tried to fuck with your guys' alarm clock one time. I wanted to put like cellophane over the toilet seat so you would drop a shit and have it laid on the plastic. Like, I, I thought it was. I funny. think I would have laughed about that <laughs> if you put a dookie right on the plastic yeah. sheet. I don't know. I what mean, happens if it was <laughs> diarrhea? Oh no! That <laughs> no. Then I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah it yeah, all yeah. depends. Like, I think the thing is, if there was cellophane on it, I would know before I even, you know. Yeah, I would have to hit you with some sort yeah. of like laxative. Because my balls would have bounced off the thing, like boom, trampolined off, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, your hangers would be able to <laughs> <laughs> let you know, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely had that. Unless moment. it was a little, you know, like you. I mean, maybe if you you put could it, decline it, you yeah. could probably make yeah, it yeah. so it's a little more yeah. uh, hidden. But I had that moment in time. Have you ever done a prank on somebody? I can't think of anything that I've ever done. No. I mean, I was looking up, like, the celebrities that are uh, probably most known for doing it in any sort of, like, notable instance. And there's there's plenty. There's a million fucking uh, videos and shit of it. <clears throat> but I found a couple that was really funny. That Clooney is obviously known as, like, this big prankster. And I guess in the early 2000s, he got one of Ocean's Eleven's, like... Uh, producers, he stole one of his shirts, and then it was like a, a golden silk shirt that he took, and then gave it back to him on his birthday with like a big dick drawn in the back, and like all of his friends had signed it. And then the same producer um, went to George Clooney's office, and to get him back, just to start like destroyed his office with a golf uh, club, which just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I really got you back. I fucking completely destroyed your office. <laughs> but there's uh there's this other one because you know punked. Punked yeah. was like the big prank yeah. show back in the day. Yep. Uh, and there's there's some classic ones like Kanye West freaking the fuck out, getting his like um, his footage stolen from the Jesus Walks video. Or Justin Timberlake thinking that his house is being repossessed and he's like crying on his front stoop. <laughs> but I have this, uh, this one of Beyonce who, whenever you try to look up anything for Beyonce, if it's bad, that shit is erased from the internet. She has the, the craziest crack team of uh, you yeah. know people on the internet. But I was able to find this thing from her uh, her punked episode where she's putting the star on the Christmas tree and it, it gets botched. And just look at her fucking face. It looks all normal. She's excited to be up there. Cue the tray. Cue the tray. Cue the tray now. Cue the, Cue the tray. tray. Cue. Go. 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 <laughs> Right on the nativity scene. <laughs> Look at her fucking face. Oh my god. She tries to give her a little smile. You ruined my Christmas! You ruined my Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> what about how proud they are? Is there somebody under there? Oh, this is so bad. I know, Beyonce is just mortified. Is there somebody under there? Is there somebody under there? Is somebody under there? Standing there looking down, like Beyonce's on the top of this big fucking crane. Is anybody under there? Oh my god. 
What would you even do you if you were okay? inadvertently responsible for a murder on Halloween or That's on Christmas? They're sad. slowly lowering Beyonce back to the stage, just like trying to smile through it. Yeah, that's uh, that just goes to show the uh, the power of Beyonce's team to be able to keep her in a good light, dude. Doesn't it seem like anything can besmirch Beyonce. I remember that one picture of her who had like she had cellulite or something showing on her leg, and that picture was gone the next yeah. day. So. Uh, bring back pranked. You know, Ashton Kutcher's not fucking doing anything nowadays. Holy shit, he he deserves to have another chance. Yeah, well, maybe he took too much shit from people. I think he got freaked out that he was losing his hair. He was taking some like crazy pill regimen to keep his hair up. Um, but I think he, you know. Oh really? I didn't hear about that. He was worried about balding. I think was one of the big things that like took him away from the spotlight. But also, I think he's like super rich and he's married to fucking Mila Kunis. Like, well, what do you really I mean, need to do? All he has to do is get a hair transplant. Come on, he's got the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the uh, the 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 point of direction you can send anyone. Just go to Turkey. Turkey is the answer. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, and then finally, my uh, my last spotlight was the biggest balls. And obviously we've um, we've 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 gone down the road of figuring out what the biggest dick was, and that was yeah. that Mexican dude. Yeah. And uh, I found I found this video from uh, three years ago, and his name is uh, Wesley Warren Jr. and his giant testicles, and I think his testicles weigh up at about 132 pounds. Oh my god! I am 156 pounds. But this is like pounds. a disease. Um. Yeah. He has. Uh, what is the 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 condition called? It is scrotal lymphedema. When doctors placed a swollen mass that they cut off his scrotum, it weighed 132 pounds. So they cut him off? Um, I'm sure, yeah. They had to castrate him. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's living a different life. But look at these fuckers, dude. Oh. You're going to see the underside of these things. Oh, my God. This, that's sad. I'm feeling bad for the dude. Oh, look at that big steak he's got. <laughs> <laughs> he's got himself. Oh, he does. He's got like a, oh my God. He's got like a rice peel off and a Salisbury steak. Yeah. And he, oh my God, he's scratching the underside of his nuts and they're so, uh, they, <laughs> they need moisturizer. It looks like they uh, look like the ashy, uh, fucking I mean, elbow yeah, of somebody. Well, I, oh my I'm God. Sure Dad, he had a, a hard time even freaking bathing. Look at him scratch these things. He's like, wait a second. In order to prepare to eat. Sometimes seen in Africa and Asia, this condition is extremely rare in the Western world, and it's destroying Warren's life. <laughs> you think? Would that be interesting on the front page of one of the British tabloids? Uh, he's like putting a he's like putting a fucking Man, towel he... over it like it's an ottoman, and he's about to have his fucking dinner in the the living room. Uh, he's got his TV dinner on it. Uh, uh, yeah, truly, he's got his fucking TV dinner. <laughs> that's uh, that's the saddest shit, dude. The other guy obviously loved his life because he had a massive cock, but this dude is living a nightmare. Yeah, but that was still yeah. This is worse. Yeah, yeah. The penis guy was like, "I love my life, dude." Yeah. He was no. He actually well, he didn't. He never had a problem with it. I thought he. I think he liked his notoriety a little bit, but it was like useless. I mean, how? Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't getting all the ladies, you know, banging down his door. Unfortunately, you would hope that how we've been psychologized that the bigger dick you have, the more women would be flocking to you. But that dude is like a pariah, and that definitely goes the other way for those ball sacks because you th see those things in some shorts, you're not coming anywhere near that guy. Uh, but dad, now that we've uh, shined our spotlights, was there any takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this one? Yeah, I think the lesson that I've learned is that we haven't learned our lesson. Hmm. And, you know, I was just looking up about extinction and stuff like that of how, you know, we've basically brought about the extinction of so many different animals. And it's saying that some scientists estimate up to half 
of presently existing plant and animal species may become extinct by 2100. Yeah, that's a scary freaking thought, man. That doesn't really surprise me, though. I mean, we've we've been on this natural track for a while. We had this conversation there the other day, but since the invention of the car, we've pretty much been on the fast track. We've been on the highway to hell uh, since then. So yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna be having it's the polar bears good. in twenty fifty. Yeah, we're not gonna not be having good. fucking any of this. shit. I mean, they're saying it would requ- it would require five to seven million years to recover. And uh, so we're not going to see that in our lifetime, but um, not that we would see it in any capacity. Yeah. And then they were saying in June of 2019, one million species of plants and animals were at risk of extinction. At least 571 species have been lost since 1750. Uh, Likely more. Main cause of extinction is destruction of natural habitats, which we witnessed in this freaking film. Yeah. Uh, to the the nth degree, and that actually is a real place in Tokyo, the um, Toma, the the forest. No, well, what became the Toma, whatever mm. development. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 so many cool species that have just been eradicated, like the Barbary lion. There's that iconic photo of like this lion walking through uh, some like snowy African mountain, and that's the last Barbary lion and then they all have what the tasmanian uh yeah the, and you know the thalassine there was a um it was like a sort of like a dog type thing and it had stripes on it and yeah it's actually did you see that new um series on amazon the peripheral yeah it was the tasmanian tire that's the thing i'm yeah, talking about exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's like one of the famous oh those fucking that recreated footage is like really sad to see the dodo, the quagga. Yeah, somebody tried <laughs> Caspian that. tiger. They actually tried to, they were thinking of trying to clone, bring back a thalassine, the Tasmanian tiger. I think they wanted to do that with uh, mammoths. How do you feel about cloning? Do you think we should do it? No. No? Even no. with animals? No. I'm I mean, not- as far as like um, the mammoth, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I, I think, I feel like those went extinct for a reason mm. but i think it was more about man hunting it but um i think certain things probably deserved to be extinct and others didn't i don't know how uh much overlap there actually is with like humans and mammoths where the, the they were being hunted down in that way I've, I've i mean based on my fucking mammoth thing that i've been trying to look into that's something that i care yeah. about a lot um so I, i'm trying to figure that out myself that i mean i think the woolly mammoth wouldn't be a horrible thing to bring back, although I don't think they have a place in this world because it's too fucking hot for them. And then there was the case of the passenger pigeon. There yeah. was like literally hundreds of thousands of those here in America. And then for whatever reason, I don't know why they decided that they needed to be eradicated. Yeah, exactly. I think they, you know, obviously they were some kind of a nuisance and then they put a bounty on them or something and then they just were killed to extinction. <laughs> oh, here it is. I have it. By the 19th century, pigeon meat was commercialized as a cheap food for the poor, which resulted in the hunting on a massive scale. So they didn't want to feed the uh, poor, so they just said, go fucking grab a pigeon off the street, yeah. uh, and then you'll be able to live yeah. a bit longer. There's a lot of pigeons out there. Go kill one. Finally, we found some uh, fucking you know, thing to do with the homeless people. Just point them in the direction of the pigeons. They'll be able to get their shit straight. <laughs> they gave out like free BB guns or something. <laughs> State giving out BB guns. Yeah. We're helping the, uh, the, the local they unhomed population. They didn't want to population. give them real guns, but they gave me like, kill those pigeons. 
I I mean, or I actually just had to throw like you know seed on the ground and they come flock flocking in and then. That's uh that's an incredibly funny uh Trumpian fucking decision to like help out the the poor or something like that. It's like we're trying to feed the homeless, but <laughs> we're just giving them BB guns and they got to go get the squirrels. You ever see how many pigeons are in Chicago? Come on, man. There's plenty of food out there. Yeah, I- I'm sure the Windy City can um can accommodate a few BBs hitting a pigeon. I or can't two. imagine that a pigeon has a lot of meat on it. I mean, you ever seen a bird? It's probably I mean, super gamey and like. Thin, thin bone, fucking meat. I, I don't think a there's smaller a lot bird doesn't really have much. I mean, for a bird to be able to fly, I mean, other than like ducks and whatever, and mm. they do have definitely some meat on them. But be like a little baby chicken, if anything. You know, if you were to cook it up rotisserie style. Uh, <laughs> so the only takeaways that I had was respect the forest, which is the general principle of how we are uh, supposed to be uh, interacting with nature. We just gotta understand that the outdoors are, are the bigger thing, and we're just a part of it. Uh, and then the other one was that animals are smarter than we think. And I'm, I'm constantly uh, wondering whether I'm going to be duped by an animal any other day. I mean, these animals constantly confuse me and uh, think you're at least pretend to love me. So I give them food and then they fucking run away. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of video out there showing animals doing amazing shit. So I think they are smarter than we think. Oh, we absolutely. Just, we just don't know how to talk to them. No, and I think once we get there, we'll probably be even more discriminatory towards the animals. I don't think giving them language would make us respect them anymore. It would probably make them uh, even worse. But, Dad, we've reached the question section of this podcast. Three lies and a truth. We are uh, trying to get another three points to Erskine, who has just been fucking having a crazy uh, re-entrance to the Triple XFL. We played Aliens last week, uh, and we actually saw a whole bunch of people die. And I don't know about you, I'm not necessarily traumatized, maybe Petrick is, but we're trying to give him a couple points just in case he is uh, feeling a little discombobulated after uh, witnessing <laughs> maybe the first alien contact ever. Who really knows? Yeah. Although they definitely had contact with his asshole uh, in a different episode. <laughs> so maybe not the first time. Uh, but Dad, first up on Three Lies and a Truth. Entry number one. In 2016, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was widely criticized for warranting the extermination of over 1,000 raccoons in the Tokyo area, an act that was publicly criticized by director Takahata. Entry number two. During their shared lifetimes, Takahata and Miyazaki's rivalry extended beyond their time at Studio Ghibli, and it even uh, came to blows when the two were in competition for the same girl. Entry number three. Takahata considers Pompoko to be his greatest film due to raccoons being his spirit animal. After meeting one as a child. And then finally, Iso, uh, Iseo Takahata based Gonta on Hayao Miyazaki in his directing style. At the first preview screen, Miyazaki insisted again and again that he wasn't like Gonta. Dad, off the flip. What do you think is a lie? Oh, brother. Um, I don't think there was a rivalry between Miyazaki and Takahata. You know? Yeah, the second one. You don't think they were vying for the same chick? Nah. Dad? You are correct. They were uh, they were into sharing. You know, there was no. <laughs> you would just pass it to the left. There was no. There was no jealousy or anything like that. So that's just how it went. Uh, so next one up. Do you have an idea what might be the truth? What might be another lie? We got a couple. Um, the last one, Miyazaki, uh, based <laughs> Gonta on uh, Miyazaki's directing style. You locking that one in? Yeah. Dad. You are incorrect. What? That is uh, straight from Takahata's mouth. He, uh, I guess he just wanted the, to put his boy in the movie, and he thought Gonta was the, the best avatar for that. But 
Which one was Gunta? He was the uh, the main um, the guy who wanted to keep killing the humans. <laughs> wow, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. That's a tough take for Miyazaki. I don't know. I mean, being that he's done uh, the the wind rises, is Miyazaki uh, ever come with a gun like that's it? Anybody that freaking goes against me, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, Miyazaki is well known for committing a coup. Uh, <laughs> Studio Ghibli around the 1990s. It was pretty uh, pretty newsworthy. But Dad, we were unfortunately able to get uh, Erskine any points, and damn it, it's hard to say if he's gonna need it. He might that come was out a focused. Hard one. I mean, they all seemed sort of plausible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely I wouldn't have expected you to get this one. I was worried uh, for Erskine's sake because of the Miyazaki thing. But, you know, sometimes you get it. You had a good streak. You were getting these for, like, yeah. a while. And there was another I period was where you did. them out, but not this one. Yeah, there was a period where you had some dominance over this category, and we're not there anymore. And uh, let's see if maybe Erskine can still uh, hold his dominance on the field. But we should probably send it over to our favorite co-host before we do that. So, uh, sound good to you? Or should we uh, yeah. send it over to Joe? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. Hit, Hit him with, with those horns! horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook. And to my left, I'm joined by my partner in commentary, Cliff Pinkton High School Jockage. Cliff! What's happening, Joe? What is up, buddy? It's so good to have you back. Crazy week we had, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I have a different outlook on life now. Uh, these aliens and stuff, man, this is cool shit. Did they uh, try to contact you too when you were under the influence of DMT? I believe they did. And uh, did they say anything to you? Yes, I'm, you know, probably scheduled to leave this Earth soon. <laughs> to to do what? To play football. Oh, no. Come on. You're yes. not joining the, the Alien FL. Yes. No. They, yes. The they, AFL they, is not for you, Cliff. You have to stay in the booth with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time to be uh, hashing out your contract with an interstellar foe. Come on. Hey, they, they pay well. <laughs> this is like Saudi Arabia all over again. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. We're, we're getting outpriced by these illegal aliens. <laughs> and together, we're coming to you live from Soldier Field in Windy, Chicago, Illinois. We're anticipating a great game between the Chicago Deep Throats and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're after blowing out the anal invaders on Halloween. Patrick Vanilla Teeters guy's looking to notch another Triple XFL win. But we'll have to withstand the power of the pass rush and their leader on the edge. Quay Quay, tip still dripping, Domino. Back to you, Drew. Quay Quay tips still drip and domino. That sounds like gonorrhea, but you know maybe you're uh, <laughs> maybe you should uh, clean it up his act with a, a couple good throws, Dad. So, question number one: In what Pompoko age does the raccoon's war uh, begin? Is it A thirty one, B thirty two, C thirty three, or D thirty four? And this is the raccoon, uh, raccoon on raccoon battle, not the raccoon versus the humans. Uh, I think it's. Oh, shit. I knew this. Um, I'm going to say 31. 31? Are you locking that one in? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Let him know what's going on. Drew, after defeating a spaceship full of aliens in an exhibition match, Patrick made a stink on Monday morning that he should have been awarded his fucking armband for the rest of the season. But the coaching staff was skeptical. Let's see if Patrick can state his case with a big play. Erskine Heisen. Three-step drop. One pop. Two. Now he's going to throw a dart into this hands of receiver. Bopper molested by an anal shoot. Making Patrick say hallelujah for a big Vipers first down. So Bopper molested by an angel shroot. Coming down with the first down. And uh, definitely giving you another case to get that fucking armband back. I understand why you might have uh, been so worried yeah, gotta, <laughs> as to why I you need it. find that damn thing. I know. It's sort of lost in your locker room under like your dirty jock straps that are never getting washed. Even though... We have a team fucking uh, laundry person, so maybe you should check out that. Uh, but, Dad, question number two. How many square feet 
is uh, <laughs> the master's ball sack. I can't say his name. Is it A100, B125, C150, or D175 square feet? Mm. I'm going to say it looked like pretty much a square, so I'm going to go 100. 100? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Uh, <laughs> was, uh, was that the right answer? Drew, the deep throws are decimating this O-line, and Erskine is letting his linemen hear it, which can't be helping their chemistry at all. Cliff, did you ever have to raise your voice at your protection? Never. Never. You uh, always had good uh, good linemen? Well, as long as... Uh, no, I can't say that. I don't think they like Well, me. I guess you picked in high school, so they probably would give you a wedgie if you try to give them any other shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Did your linemen ever turn on you? Uh, no. Never. I, I was a star. I super doubt that. I super doubt that, but whatever. I <laughs> I understand why you might want to lie on That's how I remember it. Well, you're deluded, and you obviously think that you're going to get signed by the aliens, so <laughs> maybe that DMT didn't work so well on you. Uh, but let's... The, <laughs> why don't you uh, kick it over to the next question, Drew? Yeah, that sounds about right. Cliff, you, you should get this this crazy space dream out of your mind, dude. You're going to end up in, a, in an alien prison or something. Uh, but one more question before halftime. Question number three. Alien prison. You're you're going to end up on some tribunal, and they're going to fucking pick you <laughs> apart, dude. They're going to stick their tentacles inside you and work you like a puppet. It's just how it is. Uh, so what time do the raccoons kill three drivers on the work site? Is it A? Wait one a minute. Wait, so I missed that one? Is that what happened? Yeah. It was uh, just a punt. It oh, just ended up being shit. a three and out type of thing. Wow. I'm just... You're not doing a damn not thing. Painted. Yeah, whatever. Well, you have a chance to get three if you can uh, get this next one because uh, I believe, what, Beef Whistle Simmons will boot it through. So what time do the raccoons kill three drivers on the work site? Is it A, 1 a.m., B, 1.30 a.m., C, 2 a.m., or D, 2.30 a.m.? I'm going to guess. Um, I'm going to say B. B? All righty, Joe. What's going to happen before the break? Drew? It's the end of the first half, and Patrick might want to ask his OC to run a run play because he's getting demolished out there. You'll never get your fucking band back like this, Patrick. Oh, no. That's, uh, that's too so bad. What are we, is it? Uh... It's 0 0. You guys are fucking deadlocked. There's, so uh... they didn't get three points? No, well, in terms of them losing the no the 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 what you call it? That's just for me. Yeah, that's just for you. I'm not going to extend that that privilege to these <laughs> these other motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're still tied technically. This yeah. is uh, still anyone's game. Yeah, that's a rough first half. Why don't we uh, Why don't we send it down to uh, Joe to ask a few questions of Verse guy? So Joe, uh, let, let's let's figure this shit out. Alrighty, Patrick, what's going on out there, buddy? It seems like you uh, had quite the uh, the. The blow up on Monday morning after your your incredible victory, but you don't seem to be able to produce today. Yeah, I'm still uh, recovering from uh, the alien invasion and uh, finding out, you know, that yes, I was anal probed, and um, I, I I don't know if I can you know perform today, but I'm gonna do my best. Do you think uh, the knowledge of you being anal probed has changed uh, anything about you being an athlete? Do you do you feel different? Do you feel like you're uh, impaired in some way? I do, obviously, as you can see in this game today. I'm not performing at my optimal best, but mm. I'm going to try to turn it around. I'm going to put it out of my mind, and uh, it's going to be a different second half. It really does seem like you have the yips. It's almost like a, a Ben Simmons situation to use a basketball thing, but you don't look prepared to play uh, sports right now, and maybe you yeah. need to talk to the team doctor. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I'm a, I'm a but... little scared of any of my running backs standing behind me or anything like that. So I mean, yeah, you know, you, uh, you push. We're gonna have to go five wide, and uh, just let me just rip out there, okay? 
it uh, it definitely seems like you've been uh, spread wide and ripped apart uh, and in some different situations. But Juicy Thighs Ricardo uh, is doing nothing to, uh, you know, he, he's been giving you some good blocks. So leave your running back out of this one there, buddy. Yeah, that uh, that seems about right. Joe, you, you, you probably pointed out a, a pretty good point that maybe we should just let Juicy Thighs do this. Because obviously this uh, this spread and rip fantasy that you're having on right now is just not going to come into fruition. But who knows? We might have a good second half. So, uh, question number four. Let's just jump right back into it. How old is the oldest transformation master? Is it A, 660, B, 793, uh, C, 999, or D, 1,075? It would be C, 999. C, 999. Joe, what's going on out there? Drew, we're here after halftime. The Vipers are lining up in their love-to-eat trash package. Patrick takes that. Fake pitch left and he rolls right. He points, throws, and it's caught in stride across the middle. Fester, joke about my micro penis Verns, showing off the big catch radius with a huge Vipers first down. All right, Fester, joke about my micro penis. <laughs> really, uh, like I said, showing off that radius, dude. He's catching balls all over the place. Uh, so we're, we're, we're primed and ready. We might be able to tack a score on the board. Question number five What is the temperature on the night of Project Spectre? Is it A55, B60, C72, or D78? <sighs> Obviously, I didn't work just... Uh, yeah, this defense is putting up some fucking formations that you don't know what to do with. Yeah. I'm going to say C, 72. C, 72. Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the third quarter is no more, and the Vipers can't be happy with their quarterback, whose drive, <laughs> whose drive to drive inconsistencies must be driving his coach crazy. Come on, Patrick, you're making yourself look like a fool. This is, uh, this is the lowest scoring game we've literally ever had. Uh, and hopefully you, uh, hopefully you can get this next one right. Cause I didn't prepare another question. So we would either end in a tie or, uh, maybe do a coin flip. Who fucking knows? Have we ever had a tie? We might've, I don't think so though. Uh, you but have three ties. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> I have it listed on here. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. We, we can maybe get another tie. <laughs> so, uh, question number six, what news channel wants to speak to the raccoons? Is it a news team six B, uh, action eight news? C, News Night 11, or D, News at 9? See, the funny thing is that every time I saw the TV, they were either on Channel 4 or 5. This is when... Um, I know. Yeah. I know what, what it is, but I was expecting it to be <clears throat> one of those channels. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go with B. B? You locking yeah. that one in? Yeah. All righty, Joe. How's this one going to end? Drew, we're nearing the end of the fourth quarter, and the Vipers are setting up in there scavenging for food or pussy package. Urs gonna take a snap. Another play action. He's got some time. Patrick's winding up, and he's gonna let it go. And it's caught! Freebie still defends MC Dreams. Coming away with the snag for the first down. And Eugene Beef Whistle Simmons is gonna be able to kick this one through for the win! Woohoo! Let's go! Three-point victory for the Vipers with the last-second kick. And fucking Patrick Erskine is walking out here feeling very lucky after a horrible performance. <laughs> Patrick, how yeah. do you feel after uh, being able to squeeze that hey, one through? A win's a win. That's all I can say. That was uh, definitely that the was closest tough. you've come. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to put everything, any of this alien bullshit behind me from now on. And, I'm, you know, I'm starting to watch game tape again. I, I, I'm going to tell What do you mean you. again? I haven't been doing it. I've just been going purely off my, you know, God-giving skills. Wow. Uh, that, I guess that explains a lot and very little. I don't know how you've been able to have the excess yeah, uh, that you I, have. I definitely got to go, you know, and do some, you know, serious studying. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you you might need uh, really just look at the playbook, if anything. It doesn't seem like you have any uh, sort of information that's supposed to help you. You really are just winging it every time you come out there. Pretty much. (laughs) Which explains so much. Yeah. But, Dad, we're uh, we're heading back into the locker room. We're uh, getting a little more of this wine Gatorade jumping in the ice bath, and we're going to play some Would You Rather to keep up the festivities. Uh, So first up on Would You Rather. Would you rather have all animals be rescaled to be bigger than humans, so people are like rescaled to the size of raccoons, and mm-hmm. raccoons are, let's say, made into humans, and then things are bigger and bigger. Or animals can transform into humans. And this relates to the lizard yeah. people thing that I was going to bring up earlier, how a lot of fuck. Apparently, some uh, survey that they did uh, a couple years ago said that 4% of the United States believed that lizard people were real and that they were like infiltrated yeah, the United yeah, States. I've seen that kind of shit. I also <laughs> I looked up the uh, I looked that up because I wanted to know a little more about it. And it seems obviously Who are these like flat earthers type of people. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're complete fucking batshit crazy. And this is uh they they suppose this idea came from Conan the Barbarian, and that's sort of how it like spun out from there. This is what Conan? Yeah, this is what the some Marcus Barkun uh, this is what it's saying on the wiki page. Where, I don't see where the tie-in is. I, I, it's it's posits the idea of a reptilian conspiracy theory originated in the fiction of Conan, uh, the Barbarian, and the story of the Shadow Kingdom. So oh, it, so Marvel Comics is you know basically uh, the originator of this conspiracy. Yeah, and DC Comics is responsible for QAnon. And it's they, crazy. They brought it to our attention through the uh, comic of Conan the Barbarian. Maybe they're just trying to slip in these subliminal hits, dude. You know, all these people believe that the Jewish people are, like, ruling the world uh, because they have, you know, X and Y. This is the same shit. They're just making it up, you know? <laughs> they're, they're creating these false narratives just for the hell of it. But I looked up the uh, the uh, the reptilian, like, thing, and what I thought was so funny was the Wikipedia page picture of uh, what these people look like. And for one obviously the the reptilian model is fucking huge but the two things that stand out to me is the fact that the reptile's head looks like a penis head it has like this big fucking you know uh, and he has like a micro penis yeah he's <laughs> just gonna say his dick is smaller than the human so if you find this dude who's like six five and has like a small ass dick he might be a reptile is that how we're supposed to defeat them like you have a small dick yeah yeah they they curdled you know and they'd be like what uh, no don't yeah. look at my dick it, it ruins their cloaking device you know once you call out how small their cocks are they they aren't <laughs> able to disguise themselves as humans anymore. that's great man that they just had to freaking you know show like yeah they're they're like twice our size. They're literally like eight feet tall with a two-inch penis. But, you know, we can claim that we, we beat them in, in penis size. Yeah, or that they're just like huddled in the, the husk of Mitch McConnell of running our fucking economy. Maybe it's like not that. to scare the women. Yeah, 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 I guess so. Maybe they can like stretch it out with their mind, dude. They can reorder the cellular makeup of their penis to make it longer. Don't worry. They won't rape you. <laughs> they have small penises. They couldn't hurt a fly. I don't even know if you'd feel them. They can't even get it in past the lips. It's really, <laughs> it's almost like a, uh, a toothpick at the end of a meal, you know. Oh, God. It's there to clean everything else out. But uh, in terms of the would you rather, hmm. So humanity would essentially, do you think humanity would still have the control over the world if humans were the size of raccoons but everything else was bigger than us? Um, probably not. I don't think we would be the apex predator. You don't think we would still be able to create nuclear bombs to, like, stop a grizzly bear? I I don't know. I think we would. I think because if we're able to evolve in the same way... Well, I guess there's huge animals that we've always been able to 
you know, I mean, in terms of our, you know, we have brains that can develop mm. weapons and stuff. I guess our size doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely the apex predator uh, for our prefrontal cortex alone. So I think, the, like, kind of like we were talking about with the raccoons turning into people uh, and then bringing them home, like, there's a lot of snafus that are going to happen if these animals can transform and they're just, like, coming into restaurants or stores and shit like that and wiling out because they're actually animals and they're pretending to be human. Um, what's going on? You got a fight? Yeah, Zoe's being, uh... <laughs> I guess we have all the animals in the car today. Yeah. Jesus, Zoe, We have a out. new family member here. Wally. He's yeah, a little... Yeah, this, this is fucking bullshit! Get all these cats <laughs> out of here! He's, we're almost home. We're, right, we're a, almost uh, home. a black cat, and our other cat, Zoe, is... They're not friends. No. Um, there might be a cat fight. I'm not friends with him either! <laughs> no. Rory, you shouldn't be. I'll beat up that little kitten if he ever gets fucking near me. I'm with the old cat, you know? Me and that bitch go way back. And even our dog Stewie's in here right now. Yeah, we're, we're being they're being terrorized by the yeah. kitten. It seems like. <laughs> so we're we're hiding him in the car. Uh, we're almost back to Believe the bar. Believe me, I hide from the cat. Yeah, I kittens think, are crazy. Oh shit, the kitten's in here. <laughs> I didn't even hate kitten. Wally can't be fucking chasing after the cat. I'm surprised there hasn't been a fight yet. He knows, like you're gonna throw him outside. You're gonna have to wait till they they come to blows. Yeah, we're we can't be doing this in the car, dude. This is not safe. I know Muskie's driving, but yeah, get those fucking animals under control, dude. I'm, I'm swerving all over the road. Who? When did we even pick up these things, man? I don't even like dogs. Flip us fucking scatter cats, just like us, uh, just like Rory. It's you're way too big of a fish to worry about a flipper. It's not. Anything that you yeah. gotta even you know consider, yeah. they're not gonna jump in your tank yeah. for one. I mean, Flipper can take down a great white, so I don't think he's afraid of. Wait a, a minute! <laughs> Since when can Flipper take on a great white? You don't know about dolphins being able to kill sh uh, sharks? They oh no, I've never heard of a dolphin oh, yeah. killing a shark. They have that bottle nose, and they 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 ram into their gills or something, and they can kill them. Look it up. I just threw the cat out the window, Rory. Don't worry about it. The kitten's gone. He'll, uh, you know, he'll have to survive himself. But yeah, I, I've never heard of a dolphin being able to kill a shark, but that makes sense. Uh, we, I think I heard this question posited somewhere else, but would you rather fight a shark or a bear? I think it's an easy answer that it's a shark. Uh, probably, I guess so. Well, you just got to punch that motherfucker in the nose. See what it says? Dolphins use their strong snouts as a powerful weapon to ram sharks, targeting their soft underbellies and gills to cause injuries. Damn. Sharks pose less of a threat to larger members of the dolphin family. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're smart. They're probably organized. Do you think? Are there dolphin gangs? Are yeah. dolphins crime-affiliated? <laughs> I do think that they swim in pods, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it says sharks are afraid of dolphins. Damn, that's a Dolphins will position position themselves underneath several yards under the shark and burst upwards, jabbing their snout into their soft underbelly. Sheesh. Do they Sharks are solitary, whereas dolphins travel in groups called pods. Wow. So they're like ganging Gangster, up on them. Yeah. Wow, fucking flipper. Do you have uh, any uh gang ties? Yeah. Holy oh, shit, wow. dude. Is are that you what the Godfather? What? 
that's the flip father to you, dude. <laughs> the dolphin father, if anything. Mr. Flipper, uh, oh, as it wow. was. Don Flipper, if anything. So uh, I think uh, I'd probably choose the rescaled thing because I think human supremacy would still last. Uh, there might be some more majestic nature to how we participate in nature. Um, just because things are going to be so much bigger. Trees are going to be monolithic. Uh, <laughs> a dog would be just like the coolest thing, a puppy. I think I'd probably go with that. I can't do the animals turn into humans thing. They, yeah. would, they would bamboozle me all the time, dude. Yeah. You think what homeless people are going to bother you? You're going to get mauled by like a. You're going to get mauled by a wolf in homeless person's clothing. You know they're going to be on the side of the road, fucking eating people. I wonder if you could have like you know special glasses that allow you to see who the real lizard people. Isn't there movies like that? Remember that movie? You just got to check the bulge in their pants. That's all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Drop your drawers. <laughs> what? No. You freaking lizard! I'm a human. I'm a human. I just have a micro penis. <laughs> They fucking gun him down in the street. Yeah, that's the that's this fucking apocalyptic dystopian future we're heading towards, where they're doing cock checks on the street, and if your dick isn't more than like three inches, they execute you. <laughs> you know that 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 might be too far uh, post apocalyptic, but who knows? We we uh, remember what was that movie that you were talking about last week? Um, uh, something um, of water, shape of water. Yeah, shape of water. Yeah, because he was like a lizard, but his. Supposedly his penis like was concealed and then he would come out. Yeah, he had almost like a you know how like a cuckoo clock will like <laughs> shoot the bird out every once in a while. That was sort of how it worked for him. He had to uh, get to a certain time of Fucking day. Cuckoo clock. Cuckoo. <laughs> Cock out. <laughs> <laughs> clock strikes twelve. Yeah, she was hopping on that uh, that express route every time she got a chance in that movie. But Dad, which one are you going with? You're gonna go rescale or transform? Um, no, I'm going to, um, yeah, I mean, I'll just be the fact that uh, animals are rescaled. Yeah, that seems like the more uh, plausible answer, at least to have like a normal sort of life. Although bugs would be a whole different fucking problem. Because then, you know, these these aliens might... Then I'll call Pup Tentacle. I think if we were smaller, we probably would be invaded by people quicker. Who knows? <laughs> or they wouldn't even know that we're here. They'd just be, like, surprised. But, yeah, like I said, bugs would be a huge problem, and that's maybe something I didn't consider. Uh, but we can move on. So I have one more for Would You Rather. Would you rather have your testicles transform into different things without your control or scare pranks uh, like Monsters, Inc. for money? So for the second one, you have to engage in these really elaborate pranks uh, for your job. You know in Monsters, Inc. how they had like to fill up a certain screen meter to yeah. be able to clock it a day? You have to scare people so badly that at least one of them dies a day. What? Yeah, you gotta be like scaring old people and oh, shit like so that. Oh, so now you add the fact that you're killing people. But you get money from it. It's a job. I mean... Well, you... then you're an assassin. Well... <laughs> Why don't you just say it? I see the kitten's fucking paw reaching <laughs> up under the door. <laughs> he wants to get it here so bad. Um, yeah, I mean... Testicles transforming into different things without my control. So I imagine that's like a, almost like a conjoined twin, just like forming and reforming. I would say that it can turn into a human and look like a human, but it would just be conjoined to you. You know, you you would be uh, showing the outside that you are a conjoined twin, but it's just your testicles that's turned into a person. Yeah, or like your dog. You're you can saying walk it your turns into different things. So yeah. Like, one day it'll be your dog on a leash, and the next day it's Oh, your, so it's always going to be like a person or something? Oh, it'll just be anything. I mean, it could turn into a fucking dumbbell one day. I mean, <laughs> it's just weird things. They, they're they still functioning, though. They, even if you have like an anvil ball sack, they will still produce semen. 
if you know if you get to that point uh, that's just crazy it was like the wheel of fortune let's spin it today what did you come up oh my dick uh, is gonna be a blender today <laughs> <laughs> or my balls or a toaster yeah i don't know i think i think the scare prank thing is like funnier for me because i get to scare old people or at least try to scare people to death and i get cash Although I wonder if I'm going to be prosecuted for it. So what you're saying is you'd rather you just you want to be an assassin, an old person assassin? Yeah, I would. What? If I could be an elderly assassin, I you're would. You're talking to your father who's about to turn sixty years old. We've already gone over this. You have what? at least five more years. The sixty-five is the cutoff. We have a long time. You have a lot of good podcasting years under your belt. Oh, still at sixty-five. Go. I'm kicked off the show. Yeah, I'm not talking to you anymore. Who's me and my? Oh, maybe you'll have a son. No, he'd be like. I'm not going to say that you might have a stepdad. <laughs> At best, or anything you could like be that. like five years old. Yeah, I, I would have to find. I would have me to, and my son watch anime. Yeah, I have to get a girl pregnant tonight, and then maybe in five years. Or from me now. and my girlfriend watch anime, or something to that effect. I don't think I'll ever have a girlfriend again. Or so. me and my mom. Maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, your, your cognitive ability has slipped so much that now I'm doing a podcast with mom. Who I think would be Maybe a Paul. you just hear me screaming in the background, you son of a bitch! Yeah, she's, she's taking over for Petrick now. She's the new Cliff. <laughs> who, uh, I don't know if Cliff would be able to uh, hold that feminine energy, but who knows, dude. I think, though, I think I would want to be the, the scare prank well, assassin. Well, what's the, uh, the girl league that uh, they play in, like, lingerie? Wait, what? There's a football league, isn't there? Oh, the, the laundry- yeah, the lingerie league. <laughs> I mean... Is that really... Yeah, I think that is a thing, right? It was a thing. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing it. I guess rebranded as the Legends Football League. Okay, so it was the lingerie football league, and they felt that was maybe a little too yeah. uh, sexist. After the Me Too movement, they were like, okay, this is probably not going to... Look at this. The The 22 season is going to start on June 10th at the Cable Dahmer Center in 2022. So this Are already they happened? Are coming to North Carolina? Wait, did this already <laughs> fucking happen? I mean, uh, football league. The most attractive competition. Did we play them? You actually did. <laughs> Uh, you did actually play an all-female football team, and if I remember correctly, they washed your ass, dude. Yeah, They well, kicked your ass. Yeah, I can see how that might happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think Patrick would be able to really focus all that much with the, uh, no. the competition that's showing itself on these pictures. But, yeah, it looks like it's back, dude. The Legends Football League. It's no longer the, uh, the I don't lingerie. Under- that doesn't even make sense. The Legends? The Legends of what? The Legends of showing fucking tits, dude. Uh, do they ever like you know have like a wardrobe malfunction and they rip off like a part of the like they? Well, that's a flag. You know, <laughs> you show any nipple on the field, that's a flag. They can't be they can't be breaking the code. Uh, they probably have pasties on underneath, and it's like whoa! It wouldn't surprise me. Fifteen yards illegal bra strip. I feel like yeah, no, <laughs> they're just panty drop. <laughs> illegal pantsing. Fifteen yard penalty, and you got to show your tits to the camera. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, that the most misogynistic league uh, in the world. So I think, I'm, like I said, I'm going to go with the scare pranks thing for money. Uh, are you going to do the, the same thing? Are we going two for two? Yeah, are we going chalk? Whatever. Might as well. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm also going to go scare pranks. Wow, is this Halloween? Yeah, can you? I wonder if I can, like... <laughs> I got I to gotta take a break. Yeah, we need to uh, clear... We need to clear the car of these cats before we jump into Ghibli all grown up. All right, I'm back. Yeah, we're back. We've cleaned out the car. Uh, it's been decatified, fortunately. 
I'm uh, drinking like two gallons of water and now this wine, and uh, we had to take a pee break. Yeah, you you, you should know better not to drink so much Pull water. Pull over. On the road. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of time, man. We're fucking. We're almost home. You guys are gonna be probably there by the rush bar or something. But you know, hold your pissing. I ain't making another fucking stop. All right, Muskie, put the put the pedal to the metal there. Uh, and like you said, we're we're at Ghibli all growing up. We're at Bitskit and sequel ideas. And the the two ideas that I had this week were. Activists are trying to uh, stop a giant tree from being cut down, uh, or man is transformed into a raccoon and assimilates Avatar style. So between those two, what would you uh, what would you think we should do? There? A man is transformed into a raccoon. Yeah, and he assimilates. You know, in like Avatar, how Jake Sully is like brought into the tribe. Or we could just do the you know, <laughs> there's a bunch of activists standing in front of like a big tree or something like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, what, what, which one do you want to do? It's up to you. I chose last. Let's thing. go, activist. Activist. All right, sounds good to me. Let me just set a, a, a wee little timer. Three, two, one, go. So we're we're you know the uh, the tree line, and we're peeking out through these bushes. All right, Chucky. I have a I have a sight of the arborist tree. Oh God, it looks like they're bringing the whole cavalry. They have uh Oh my god, is that the mayor's truck? Dude, we we're we're not prepared for this. I know we're we're you know, we're chained up and we're ready to go, but like what happens if they try to hurt us, dude? What are we going to do? Hey, we got to do whatever it takes to save this tree, man. I love this tree. You shouldn't have taken the mushrooms before we did this thing, dude. You're freaking out. You're crying over these these bushes and shit. Well, you know, it's because I wanted to get one with nature. I wanted to feel the vibrations of the forest. They're talking to me, man. They're saying, don't let us die. Well, it doesn't seem like the vibrations that are uh, happening in your bladder are able to control themselves because you, you look like a mess and you also smell like shit. <laughs> we've, I mean, we've all been well, here without a shower. I've been strapped to this damn tree for like a day and a half. I mean, what do you expect? We've been giving each other sponge baths. You never wanted to be a part of the sponge bath? <laughs> no. I know we shouldn't be fighting right now, but like I, I've been fucking pissed about this for like the two weeks that we've been here. You haven't washed yourself once. We're all taking care of ourselves. You know, this is the real activist Did life. Did you ever see a tree take a shower? Yes, technically. From well, the rain. I'm sorry that it hasn't rained, man. <laughs> I the 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 activist leader is like a, a super you know stoner hippie comes over smoking a joint. Yo, Sean, what do you see out there, bro? Uh, well, uh, I see the, the whole cavalcade coming and fucking, you know, they're ready to the, the knock us down. They're going to rip this place apart. Shit, man. You, you got to just chill, dude. We're, we're going to be able to hang out. We're going to talk it out. And we're going to save this big tree, man. We're going to save the forest. These guys don't, like, don't look like they want to negotiate. Or we better start learning how to negotiate now because they're pulling up. Uh, so the uh, the mayor steps out of his uh, his big limousine and like the the trucks and everything and all the people with chainsaw pull up. Howdy there, boys! I see you're uh, having a little camping site over here. <laughs> yeah, man. You're not gonna take this tree, bastard. Hey, uh, is your friend all right? He looks like he's covered in piss. Yeah, no, he he's fine. He's <laughs> You guys have kept us out here with no food. You've 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 blocked people for bringing supplies. You guys are sick fucks. We're trying to save the forest. Well, Sonny, uh, I don't want to be somebody who's uh, raining on your parade, but 
we need a shopping mall. This town has too many yokels who don't have all their, their American jeans and their American t-shirts, and we're trying to make that happen. That's bullshit, man. We don't need jeans. <laughs> You're wearing jeans right now, and they're no, covered I'm in piss. Not. These are full-on hemp jeans. They're made from the freaking hemp plant. I'm all natural. Yeah, man. I, I'm commando, even. They're so hemp that I could smoke that shit right off of his fucking pants. That's right. I made these pants out of freaking the weed that I grow in my backyard. <laughs> you, you rip off like a shred of your <laughs> pants and hand it to the leader. Watch this, dude. Ooh, that's some good shit. Hey, br- Mayor, boy. you want some? Boys, I don't want to get involved with smoking weed. I've had uh, I've had too many. Hey, if it's good enough for Elon Musk, it's good enough for you. I don't want to talk about Elon. He came to my, you know, my re-election campaign, and he was talking all this crazy shit about Twitter. And all I care about is this lawn, you know. I, I got off Twitter. I'm actually a big, uh, big Mastodon guy. <laughs> Mastodon. Yeah, I mean, Truth Social is kind of cool too, but like what parlor? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm waiting for Kanye to give the update, but. Yeah, come on, you you fucking hippie fucks. Let, get out of the way before we start cutting this shit down. Yeah, you're going to have to cut me in half before you cut down this tree. Yeah, fuck you, dude. We're not stepping down. We're going down if with this tree. If you want to commit murder, go ahead. But it isn't, you know, this tree will live on infamy. <laughs> we we hear some, like, voices in the background. Whoa. Whoa. He's the great tree spirit. Cheater on your wife. I knew it. Hey, what what the fuck are you talking about? I never cheated on my wife. I'm a I'm a good husband. You hooked up with your campaign manager. Oh yeah. And tried to have sex with him in the mall parking lot. What? There's not even a parking lot. It's just the construction site. This is fucking bullshit. Hey, you know what, boys? Send in the send in the, the, the fucking the cutters. Let's go start shaving this shit down. So uh, <laughs> they, they, they move forward with their, you know, their saws and shit like that. And all of a sudden, this big burst of animalia comes out of the forest. Like deer, like running through and bucking yeah, people bring up. out the raccoons! <laughs> the raccoons, the deer. They Raccoon all start, dogs. Go, go forth! He, the, the leader is just like smoking. He's like, I think I smoked a little too much, dude. But all these animals are like goring the people uh, with the, oh, the chainsaws and shit like that. He is just fucking. He, oh. just, he just mailed the mayor up there. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. They, they fucking. Oh my god. They killed them all. The the mayor picks up like a chainsaw and, and like slays a, a, a deer or something like that. <laughs> Cuts his head off, starts like slaying him as he goes through. I'm gonna take this fucking tree down if it's the last thing I do. And my then finally. Ass. We, <laughs> the, the, the leader guy, he rips off your hemp pants, <laughs> sets it on fire, and throws it at the mayor. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys! Someone please put me out! Put me out! And then, like, a big fucking buck deer. Burn, baby, burn! <laughs> Look at you! Yeah! All the raccoons get into, like, a tabletop thing and, like, shove the mayor over right into a, a, a fucking deer's antler. <laughs> it's time for roasting some weenies, brothers. Whoa, dude, that guy just got fucking impaled. That was wicked. <laughs> that was awesome, man. And then uh, finally, like, the, the king raccoon, like, slowly comes up to the, the three of us and all these other people. Hello. 
I am the master raccoon. Nice. I have, uh, I have given you protection, and I have saved our forest. And all I ask from this day forward is an unsub- unlimited supply of weed. <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. Yo, dude, come on. I was going to give you that shit anyways. <laughs> and guess what, too? We're going to give you all the peach in you, pizza, popcorn, and pussy. Yeah. <laughs> we know you love American pussy. Because, you know, we're in with the foxes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can fucking call it there, because that, like, uh, that seems like a full storyline. You know, we killed a bunch of people. Uh, the cat is, is fucking around at the window again, and... You know, we're, we're having a good time. Yeah. So, Dad, now we're, uh, we're at Put Him on the Rushmore. And although that might have not been our best of our best bits, this might be on of our uh, best of our best list. So, do you think that, uh, hmm, let's say Gonto or just like any of your chosen raccoons from this movie. You can sort of pick and choose whom you want to put up <laughs> on there. Uh, but does your chosen raccoon character from the Pompoko era beat out Liam Nisu as Raccoon in The Nut Job, Michael Rapaport as Joey in Dr. Doolittle 2, Bruce Willis is RJ in Over the Hedge, or Bradley Cooper is Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a pretty star-studded uh, raccoon list, and when I put it together, I was not expecting, you know, quite the name. What the hell was Bruce Willis, RJ? Yeah, he was just a, a fucking raccoon who was um, really? participating in the Over the Hedge thing. Was this before he was, like, what has he got? Aphasia? Yeah, or before he was brain dead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this was, like, 2009, I think, was Over the Hedge. Maybe wow, I don't remember that. It was uh, something that you guys played in the uh, <laughs> the back of the pilot for us uh, one or one or two times. It was came out in two thousand six, so even older than really? I really. We yeah. were playing this in the pilot. I guess so. I've seen this movie. Damn. I thought we had a DVD. Well, that explains why I haven't seen it because you were watching it in the back. Mm, I don't really know. It feels like I, I know I've seen this movie before, but yeah, Bruce was definitely a part. Maybe of it. I just didn't even know that was Bruce that was in the movie because yeah. obviously he's some kind of uh, what raccoon yeah maybe you didn't have the uh the voice recognition for uh, this Mr. many Willis raccoon dude. shows yeah well these 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 characters are uh <laughs> apparently iconic enough to warrant bradley well, cooper Bruce Willis, I mean, Michael the rocket raccoon and guardians of galaxies untouchable pretty, yeah don't touch that yeah, one yeah i'm not even gonna go there um i don't know about michael rapaport as joey he plays as like this i think dr doolittle 2 was just a really bad movie hmm was that the one with, um, um, shit, what's his name? Uh, who? Murphy? Oh, is it, oh, Murphy? Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. thought it was the newer one. No, it's not fucking, um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was really bad. That was a horrible movie. Uh, that was such a... I think that might have ruined his career. I mean, he hasn't done anything since then. I think... I think he's gone into hiding. I don't think there was a lot that going got... on for him post-Tony Stark, you know? I just don't think he has... Uh, I mean, he is Tony Stark now. There's just nothing yeah. else for him to do. Yeah. He needs to come back. Well, they need he was to resurrect also... Um, he was the judge. No, <laughs> The judge? No, it was the, that weird movie he put out where, like... Um, who was it, the guy who played his dad? But his dad is like this very famous judge who like keeps shitting himself and he's dying and shit like that. <laughs> I don't think Robert Downey Jr. has done a lot of cool shit since he left the uh, the MCU. It seems. No, apparently he hasn't. But, Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, I mean that was a pretty cool movie. I I think they did a full trilogy. I can't remember though if that was the case. But um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm okay with maybe taking off fucking Rapaport. I mean, do little. 
Doolittle probably peaked at one, you know. Yeah. So are you okay with that? Us yeah. putting on I'm We could put the whole Pompoco village for all I fucking Yeah, I, I I wanna put them up there. I mean, this is probably the most iconic raccoon. Uh, I like the fact that it's called the nut job because that I mean it actually might take the place of Liam Neeson because this is the best nut job movie I've ever seen. Oh wow. So we're gonna we're gonna take Liam off instead? <laughs> and then keep on fucking Rappaport? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, just because of the name of the movie, The Nut Job. This was the ultimate nut job movie. I mean, Liam Neeson is known for having a giant penis, so we've, we want to take him <laughs> off so we can have someone with big nuts come on here. I'm okay with that. We need to get some big nut love. Is it really a giant penis or a leaking penis? It might be giant and leaky. Uh, it could be like a leaky Evian bottle, which is, is what... Has it ever been verified that he's got all these pictures of him pissing his pants? Wait, or are, are they, saying like, they photoshopped? Yeah. Oh, no, he pisses his pants, dude. I think it's one of those things, though, like, it's so big that it's retaining a little water after he finishes. Like, he's not fully done peeing, but it's, like, at the top. Oh, he's right. Like, I'm done. He isn't shaking. And, and yeah, he's not it. pulling it out. He's not shaking, <laughs> dude. He's he's definitely just like, I'm done, and I'm putting it back in my pants, and whatever dribbles out is, you know, for me to deal with. But I, I guess we're, we're taking off Liam, dude. He, his dick was too big, and his balls were too small. We're getting some big balls on air. Yeah. So who would have thought? I'd all put any of the characters on there. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to just make this whole category about Pompoko yeah. as much as <laughs> that is the ultimate freaking <clears throat> raccoon ball sack movie of all time. I don't think. Yeah, there's nothing that even there's remotely nothing, comes close. Yeah, it doesn't even come close. I mean, because there's really no other movie that's even like this. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this many balls and this many raccoons, especially in, one movie. in an animated context. I mean, this is. Crazy. The Venn diagram of a movie that uh, shows balls and also has a bunch of raccoons. I mean, if there's the ever a movie that movie. just comes out and every character, anime character, has got his dick hanging out, man, then that might take the. Take that's why the I'm time. writing. That's why I'm getting into screenwriting, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning the ways. Uh, but dad, we uh, we're, we're uh, I'm happy we figured that one out because I think this movie deserved a spot. Uh, but we've reached the. Uh, the last and maybe my favorite part of this podcast because it's a uh, last call for alcohol. Was there any questions or anything else you wanted to ask of uh, Mr. Takahata before we uh No, I didn't have any, any questions, but I forgot that I wanted to bring up the fact that during the scene where they all they bring in all the 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 raccoons in to have this big meeting, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like they bring in all the tribes and stuff. I thought it needed a little bit more, you know, it, it needed a little bit more excitement, like, you know, to get the, the raccoons all psyched up. And it reminded me of the um, the movie The Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Cyrus brings in all the, the, the gangs from New York. Mm -hmm. And then he has this great speech. It just rips the crowd up. Listen to it. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I think that would have been much better than them failing that coup attempt. I would have got really behind all the freaking raccoons for that. You know what I mean? I think you just need some loud crowd noise to uh, get your mind right for pretty much anything. You know, you could probably be talking <laughs> to most things if a whole crowd of people are cheering for you. Yeah. But I, I would definitely see that uh, amplifying some of the tension in this movie where they weren't just thinking about fucking cheeseburgers or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't think I had any more questions. They're all anatomically related to their ball sack or penis so I, I don't think I really need to rehash that but uh, let's just uh, kick it over to Notes Narada because dad 
We made it home. We're uh, back at Muskie's Pub. We're uh, <laughs> getting out of the car now. I need to stretch, dude, because uh, it's a little cramped, even with uh, with Don being dropped up at a Mar-a-Lago. This yeah. Slippy didn't sell us that big of a car. My back hurts. My freaking legs. Oh, I'm, I'm cramping a little. I've been drinking. I've been drinking a lot of water. So I mean, I'm I'm fully hydrated, but I drank a whole bottle of wine. Get the fuck out of the way. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, Musky, stop pushing us around. You're going to get to go. It's your own thing. Unlock the door, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you fiddling, fiddling with those keys. Uh, jeez. I, uh, I think it's been quite the ride, Dad. I mean, we're back finally from Canceled Island. It's been like seven episodes that we've been uh, keeping up this shit. My question is, how long is it going to take for us to go back? Or end up in some other fucked up situation, which, uh, you know. I want to go anywhere but Canceled Island. Only if we can go as, well, like, guests. Well, you know, it wasn't too bad in the beginning. Yeah, we had some good times. We were able to, like, sing songs and yeah, have, like, you know, I mean, we, you know, I mean, Ubuntu was, you know, mixing oh, up some I good drinks. Yeah, he was fun. We got to give him a uh, FaceTime call. We just got to, like, <laughs> FaceTime, like, him, Rock. You know, maybe Trump wants to hop in on that one. Yeah. We, we got to reconnect. Yeah, uh, I think we, you know, we made some friends there. Friends is a strong word, yeah. But <laughs> acquaintances, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We we, we have people friends. that we could call upon for maybe you a know. joke or well, two. Well, you know, when you're with the you know everybody and you're sort of all in the same boat, you sort of have to you know have some com- camaraderie and yeah. You know. We found common ground with yeah. uh, with the dog. I mean, we all felt bad for each other, and uh, yeah. I knew we were there for false pretenses, but for sure. An accusation that was completely false and made by Muskie, who is, uh, it sounds like now that we're back in the bar, is ripping apart the toilet. So it seems like he's been holding it for a while. Uh, but Dad, woo, yeah, Muskie, <laughs> holy shit! Hey, can, can someone bring me some toilet paper? Can someone bring me some toilet paper, please? I really need it. Freak! It smells like Dad, low tide over there. Let's leave. Yeah, that's not getting any toilet Just paper. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, we're, we're heading down the street. Let's hey, do... musky. Yeah, use your underwear. Yeah, flipper, Rory, let's fucking leave this jackass. Uh, let's just go home. So, Dad, we're at Notes at Arata, uh, and we're going to hit the Jackson Main. But let's just uh, reiterate, if you guys like what we're doing, uh, hit us up on five stars on our uh, iTunes page, on our Spotify, really wherever you find us, listen to us. Show us some love, you know. We're, uh, we're trying to expand as we're uh, heading towards a new era of the podcast, which is uh, not necessarily been talked about yet, but we have some very cool surprises on the uh, the horizon, which we'll, we'll expand upon that a little bit more when we get there. Uh, but Dad, <laughs> what is your Jackson Maine through the window? Hey, what's your wine rating? I really enjoyed the wine. Yeah. What are you going to give it out at 16? I mean, this thing has 96 points, which is on the prior vintage awards, whatever that fucking means. But... um. Mm. I've never seen a 96, and it might be a bogus freaking, you know, award. Rating scale? Yeah. <laughs> might be as stupid as the slappies. It's First Leaf probably doesn't sell anything less than a 96, but yeah. um, hey, I'm going to give it, um, well, okay, we got to go out of 16. Mm-hmm. So body, yeah, I'm going to give it five. Acidity? Hmm, they only give it a one. I, I don't know. Does I didn't get feel? a lot of acidity from this. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it in at a three. Sweetness, I'm going four. You think this is sweet? No, well, I think it's like a sweeter taste than normal. It's at a four right now. Mm, I would say maybe like a three. I think there's like this weird back end to it. What's the last thing on there? Tannin, which oh, that's I think I'm tasting the tannins. (laughs) If anything, I'll go. You getting any of that black currant white? Uh, dark chocolate and umami flavors. Um, if that's what not, is umami? 
I thought it was uh, like a bean. Oh, really? You mommy. I mean, these things are... Um, the wine is born from vines that spend their lives at elevations that rise upwards of 2,600 hmm. to 390,000 feet above sea level. That's that's the key right there. <laughs> yeah, the sea level is really what's getting us this, yeah. this high-quality wine yeah, product. I'm high as a kite. Uh, I'm going to be when I get home and edit this podcast, but... <laughs> Right now, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, you can't go. You can't drink and drive. I know. That's that's sort of my thing to say. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go out of 16. I'm going to go 13, uh, 13 giant testicles out of 16. I'm going to go 14. Okay. Oh, you took my giant testicles? Oh, you were going to go giant testicles? Nah, oh. nah, a... <laughs> I'll do uh okay, I'll do <laughs> <laughs> I'll do mayors being eviscerated or fucking incinerated or something. No, that was too easy the giant testicles. I know, but... that was that was a low-hanging fruit. If you... <laughs> um, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm 14 out of 16. You could do uh, raccoons falling in love, you know. That was part of this. Raccoon love. Yeah, spring sex. <laughs> yeah, it's like muskrat love. Remember that song? No. Yeah, Captain and Tennille. No, I've never heard of that. Is it about muskrats fucking? Uh, it's about muskrat love. Weird. Let me see if I can find it. That's going to be our outro. Yeah. You rickroll me right We're now. Gonna... Gonna... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We're going to end this show on muskrat love. Here it is, Captain and Tennille. I think it's really important oh, for people to up. know how to create their own <laughs> Give personal me that aesthetic. Hot ad. Yeah. This might have been a number one hit back in 1980. Thank you very much. Oh shit! Oh shit! Carol and I would like to do a song for you right now that that at one time, well, for the longest time, was our second largest selling hit record, but now it's our third largest selling since we've had Do That To Me One More Time. It was written by a young <laughs> Damn, man. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Uh, and it's called Muskrat Love. And every time I sing this song, I think of Henry Kissinger. Throwing shade at Kissinger. Holy crap! Because they drive by. We had lizard men, but we have muskrat men. Kissinger was a muskrat. Yeah, maybe he's in the Brooke Halifax, too. As I sang the song, I was sitting here at the piano, just like this, and Henry was about four feet away from me in the front row in the East Room, and we sang the little song about the muskrats, and was Henry. So this is for you, Henry. Okay, bring it on. This dude has like a sailor hat on. Muskrat, muskrat, candlelights, doing the town and doing it right yeah, in the evening. Oh yeah. It's pretty you just can pleasing. Raccoon love. Raccoon love. Muskrat Susie, muskrat sand. All right, well, uh, we're going to let this one play us out. We're just like always. Uh, I'm sorry you, I brought this As you can in. tell from Muscat Love, we don't know what we're doing. I'm sorry I brought this in with attention. I think it's a smooth ent- you know, outro, if anything. Number third, number three bestseller from Captain Tennille. Look it up. Yeah, it's about to be number one on iTunes after yeah. this podcast. Yeah. But we're bringing uh, it back. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like always. We have no idea what we're doing. Hopefully on the other end, we're going to figure it out. But until then, we're just going to have to uh, have some muskrat love in our heart and soul. Yeah. Yep. And uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, don't drink and drive.
cheese. Chewing up cheese. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> this makes me so fucking. I miss my girl. Susie says yes with a Yeah, Rory, you thinking of a lady back home? I don't want to talk about it. I miss her. Rubbing her toes. Rubbing her toes. Like I said, I'm fucking ready. I've been drinking wine. That shit went right in my pussy, dog. Oh! Oh! So she fucking Muskrat just freaking shit itself. Yeah, that was a queef if I've ever heard one. 